gross little men. All right, anyway. <laughs> that's the intro to the show. I don't Speaking like of gross, gross little, little men. men. <laughs> it's Bong Lids and Bullshit, a cannabis <laughs> podcast set in Oklahoma and Oregon. I'm Evan, your boy, sitting in, in the new Bong Lids and Bullshit Labs, as you can see here. And I'm with my dude, Uncle Dig, who's got a podcast called The Backseat Chronicles. Say what's up, Uncle Dig. Hey, what's up? <coughs> we've been we, smoking. We've been smoking. I, I'm, I'm stoned as shit because I got a bunch of this free weed still. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be an episode. Got some yeah. news for y'all, some bad news. We got Ooh, some yeah. other content. Um, first, before we even dig into what we're smoking, though, I want to get something at the very top where we have the max number of listeners. Uh, this is good news. This is cool shit. So the show's growing. Uh, we're getting we're getting attention and more importantly, we're getting sponsorship opportunities. Uh, so we wanted to take the top of the show to clarify a few things. We're not taking money for anything yet. And we're not planning on running ads yet, but we do like doing reviews. If you saw the YouTube channel or the podcast thing, you might have seen my extensive review of Very Good Grows, six strains that they gave me. Um, we're into reviewing glass. Uh, Dig had talked to me about he would love to review some seeds for you. Uh, if you would like to send us some stuff, we will gladly talk about it on the air. We're always going to be honest, like we're not going to give you a good review just because you sent us stuff, but we try to be positive. So if you send us something we hate, we might not run it. You know, we're like, we're, we, we try to be fair to everybody around. And that's kind of our stance. And that's also for the listeners to know, like, we're not on the take. I would like to right. be, but I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. We'll let you know if someone pays us, we'll be like, Hey, by the way, this person paid us some money and then we'll laugh and we'll pretend like it was a lot more than it is. And then right. we'll, it'll be a right. big gag. And then we'll split it however we split it. And then I'll use it to buy copious amounts of cannabis and our um, shitty food. Promises. Right. Kept. It, promises made. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking if that happens, one of the things I'm going to do is we're going to do like the hip podcast thing where you poke gentle fun at your sponsors, but then I'm going to take it too far. And, you know, I won't do that to your brand. I'm kidding. I called the, the Hydrology NX from Cloudius9 a cool robot penis. Which fair right but i don't know you see what i'm saying i don't think they care i think they're fine i think they're i think all press is good press and pay evan money well and no pay evan and then evan will pay me and then i have less administrative work to do that's how i like it okay, with with the boring admin shit out of the way <laughs> let's go to the thing that we try to do at the top of every show what we're smoking dig what are you smoking on this afternoon jaeger again right okay fair <laughs> understandably I have uh like a fair amount of it. Um, my buddy Roland Smokes, who's been on my podcast, The Bagseat Chronicles, a couple times. One of my more popular episodes actually gave me some weed recently, so I've been smoking on that, and then uh, that's good. That's that reminds good. me. Um, before we go too further, if you liked the episode of Bongloads and BS with Ty Tokes, uh, Ty was on the most recent episode of Bagseat, Bagseat Chronicles, and it was really good. So check it out. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, that just happened. That was the last episode I released. <laughs> And if you just search Bagseat Chronicles, you can find it up top. I think it takes you to like, not the Audible. It takes you to the, the main hosting platform of yours at Buzzsprout. Yeah. And you can also find it on like Spotify and iTunes and all that other shit. Good shit, ladies and gents. I didn't mean to disrupt promo on your show, but I just remembered that because talking about well, that. Oh, yeah, it's fine, dude. Uh, I love cross promotions. Good stuff. Um, What were we talking about, though? Weed. I kind of smoke weed. Um, so I've got a little bit of a strain wreck jar right now. I am smoking a mix of grape, snow train, and watermelon mama, two of my favorites from the six strain review I did. <clears throat> I wanted to get a nice mix of like that heady fucking indica, or sorry, the body indica buzz in the heady sativa high. So I mixed two of my favorites and it's doing me pretty good. I've been smoking this all day. Yeah. But I, I did want to show you something, and this is a testament. And I'm these guys are guys that the only thing they gave me was just a bunch of free weed. But I'm a believer in this shit, and I'm going to show you why right now. I was saving this for the show. Oh, wow. Look at that. You can He's barely see the smoke. Yeah, look at that. He's not even dying. Not even a cough. This is look good fucking weed. Look at you. Look at, and, that's, and they're supposed to be taking over the middle shelf? Yeah, dude. Like, you die, you die when you hit good weed. Right. So that's that I that's that's I you know I've I've frequently said that someone could take over the whole weed game by offering <laughs> top like figuring out how to offer top shelf weed at like the mid shelf right and if yep looks like that's what they're doing because honestly bro a lot of the top shelf is a little overpriced and they can make right. margin or whatever 
by offering it at like mid shelf price. So like, so they don't really need to charge $14 a gram. They can make their money at $8 a gram or whatever, as an example. Right. Uh, I think, um, uh, dude, one of these was going for five a gram and more. Fuck a duck. Yes, sir. That's yeah, what I man. wanted to hear. It was the watermelon mama. I think don't quote me on that, but if you go to uh, I think it's party, it's not party box. It's party more. They've got it there. They've got, I think all the strains or most of them that I smoked and they're good. And that's again, totally not an ad. Like these guys just did right by me and they deserve to have the word spread for what it's worth. Cool. <clears throat> I just hammered home that not getting paid point because I want to, I want to get to a point where I have to nimbly step past that and not say it. Yeah. I've never, uh, I've never been paid. I've only received free merchandise, which is great. Yes. And no, nothing from uh, actually from this podcast because you've only been given weed so far while I was right. a part of it, and you can't send me weed from Oklahoma. Although right. as soon as they legalize that shit, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be getting me some weed. Oh yeah, dude, we're gonna be like what was that band, the USPS store or whatever? We're gonna be the, the postal weed. service. Yeah, you sh- yes, <laughs> one of my favorites. Oh my lord, and I don't even I never really liked emo like growing up, mm-hmm. but like that was my gateway to like that whole thing because I didn't really like like death cab for cutie or whatever band that was or that guy sings, but I like the postal service because I like sappy electronic music. So that was, yeah. You would like the helio sequence. I think that my guy, it's a guy, either a guy from modest mouse or uh, the other band that you were just talking about. I'm the highest fuck in the name just slipped me. The emo band got death cab. Um, Yeah. But people might get mad at me because I don't even know if that's the right emo band. Like I get like, it was either Death Cab or Modest Mouse that did that. Right. Well, I think, well, it was a collaboration. The whole reason they called themselves the Postal Service is because they were mailing each other mixtapes back and forth and then remixing the shit like remotely. Right. That's why I always joke if we ever have to start a band, we'll have to do it like the Postal <laughs> Service, like sending like Audacity tracks back and forth or whatever. I would do that <laughs> yeah, sometime. Email or whatever. I would get my bass fixed for that when money gets a little better. Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'll play like really, really <laughs> shitty punk rock level guitar and then I'll record some like lyrics where I talk about like, you know, making up with the alligator in the phone booth or whatever. I'll send you unhelpfully complex bass lines that should be guitar parts. Perfect. That's that's what all good bassists do. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I I need a dooga 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 we, we dooga 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 dooga. And then you're like, how about if I go a boom? I'm like, no, Evan. I just so, need boo 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 That's all I need. So, and you're like, I don't want to do that. That's boring. So listen, like, well, man. I was thinking for this song, I've heard about this new time signature that uses letters instead of numbers. Oh shit! Did I lose you, Dig? Uh, oh. you're, you're frozen. Oh, you're frozen on mine too. We'll just see how it goes. If we just got audio, we got audio. Just keep talking that, and we'll go that, with that, it. Okay. Okay, cool. You're, you're, you look like, uh, you're thinking, uh, very deeply right now. You're frozen on mine. Whatever. I'll do so. Oh, you're back. Okay. Okay. It's probably okay. This is great. A content folks. We're talking yeah. about the quality of our signal. Um, we had a technical, ma- we had a technical hookup at a time where I made a really funny fucking joke and it makes me upset. I was proud of that joke. So the, did we want to talk oh, good news? Oh, did you see what happened? That. Oh, it changed to weed. Yeah. So speaking of weed, did we want to talk good news or bad news first? Let's do bad news. That's the title of the show. That's the top of the show. People are curious. Okay. So uh, my outdoor grow got rat fucked. Yeah, man. So um, I had. So I was trying to figure out what was going. On. Basically, long story, very very short. I had a mite infestation get out of hand rapidly and I had to completely cut out the Northern lights. So the Northern lights has been removed and bagged and is gone. That sucks. Uh, I've lost most of the amnesia haze too. I, I, but honestly, because of, I caught it and I cut a lot of it out. Right. All the other plants seem to be affected. But because I've caught it, I might be able now. None of this is going to be like the top shelf of the top shelf weed. Right. But if I get it sprayed over the next couple, basically, I have to spray it every three days now right. until I can't spray anymore. And maybe, maybe if I do that, it'll it'll be salvageable. We'll see. So I might lose my whole grow or I might. Mm-hmm at the end of it have like a, a pile of joint weed at the end of it um 
I've got a question, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Do you want want to finish your story first? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, I just, um, I've lost about a plant and a half to mites. Right. Um, And that sucks. And hopefully I'll be able to salvage the rest of them, but they're going to, the quality is going to suffer a little bit. That really sucks. It does. But it's also like a learning experience. You know, I always say your environment dictates your grow, right? Well, I am a big proponent of outdoor growing. It's better for the environment. The sun is a free source of light. You don't have to generate electricity for it. But the property I'm on is not conducive to growing big auto flower plants. It's just not. I've tried doing it several different ways. Every year, something different goes wrong. Um, One one year, a couple of years, it was caterpillars real bad. Years, years before that, I had one good year where I did everything perfect and everything turned out good. And that was 2017. And every other year, something horrible has gone wrong and I've lost mm-hmm. anywhere from a quarter to a half of my yield. So which, you're kind of experienced in this type of grief. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm not ambivalent about it, but like, right. I just got to move forward. I've got auto flowers that I've already started. I'm doing an experimental late season auto flower run. So maybe that'll turn out better for me than these plants did. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. I'm also kind of um remember I don't know if I told you but earlier this year if I told you privately that if it if the outdoor grow didn't work out this year I was probably going to get an AC unit for my garage and just go ape shit indoors. Right. Yeah, you did tell me that. And, and so what I may end up doing is we might be we it might be winter, you know, Uncle Dig learns how to insulate a garage and right. find the cheapest shittiest like drywall i.e. cardboard. And just staples Amen. it up all over his garage and installs an AC unit <laughs> or at least That's... buys one. Now, I have I have two questions and I don't want Do you want me to start with the technical question or the question about the damage first? Because I'm just boiling with questions now. Yeah, ask me questions, dude. Ask me whatever. Okay, first question is, um, I see your Insta, I see your posts and stories and shit. And like, if this question sounds like it comes from a critical place, not at all. I'm legitimately curious. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not a dick. Like yeah. I see you on your Insta daily. You're like tending to these plants and like taking better care of them than many people I know take care of their children and yeah. just fucking like, but yet this, this loss that you've suffered seems to be so like pervasive and devastating. So like whenever I ask, like, did it, was it like literally just an overnight wham, boom, you're fucked. Or did you miss like oversee something or what happened? So, um, I, it's kind of hard to say it happened over about two days. Okay. I mites are very small and I thought, I I thought that I had a different problem than I did at first. Right. Either way, the remedy was the same. Um, The parts of the plants that I cut out were so damaged. They were necrotic. Okay. And they were, kind of moldy or looked like they had damage from mold so i thought i had like a weird botrytis outbreak yeah i remember you saying that yeah and then uh today i was i was looking and i saw similar damage on some of my other flowers on almost all the plants and i was getting ready to just hack it all down and just go nuclear And then I, I went, I'm like, let me go talk to my wife. And I drug her out there and I had her because I, I'm not, I'm colorblind. So like a lot of times I don't see as much detail as she does. And right. she spotted the mites for me. And then once okay. she pointed them out, I was able to see them. So, and we were using a jeweler's loop. We can't see them with the naked eye. Oh, that's small. Okay. Yeah. So you can wow. see the webbing sometimes, but like mm-hmm. you can't always see the mites. Oh, wow. They're very small. Like they bite into <clears throat> like individual cells of the plant apparently and feed on them. They're very small. Wow. They're little, they're little fuckers. Right. Yeah. Fuck um, those things, man. So now your next, so, so basically one, maybe I overlooked it. That's a possibility, but also do yes, Sorry. it happens fast. It happened about uh, two days as fast as fuck. Well, right. But I might've seen something a couple days ago that I wasn't sure about. And like, dismissed it you can but it seems like mites can happen pretty fast and you're dealing with something so small like you just said yeah and i you know and 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 i'm a passionate grower but i'm not always the best grower and there are a lot of careless people that grow around me that don't really do a lot of ipm too oh shit yeah yeah So then you end up there already out there looking for a meal and shit that makes sense 
Yeah. Well, and also there's a lot of foliage around my garden. That's something else. I do a lot of traditional gardening as well. Does that help or hurt? Like, do you find? I think I honestly, I think it kind of hurts. It brings in a lot of additional plant material and I've got roses, which brings in aphids. But it seems like every year I learn to manage everything. Like I haven't had a problem with caterpillars the past two years. That's what's up. But now I've got mites and... I think, and I think that's the, I'm, I have a, my, every part of my property that's not exposed to high intensity LED street lights at night. Right. Is shaded by trees during a part of the morning and a part of the evening, which okay. creates a, a high humidity environment in the plants. Okay. Traditionally, I've had low humidity during the summer. And so it's been no problem. This summer, it's been more humid. I've been adding water to the plants by spraying them off, doing what I normally do, which wasn't the right thing this time. Right. I've had better luck with indoor runs, and I think I, that I'm, I've been trying to like grow. I've been growing cannabis on this property for like seven years now or six years or however long I've been here, I've been growing. <coughs> um, I'm, I'm, and so the most success I've had with plants is indoors. And specifically with autoflowers. And then I've had pretty good luck with autoflowers outdoor. So I think what I'm going to do now is just grow autoflowers outdoors. Just autos? Just autos outdoors, yeah. And then (laughs) indoors, I'll do a mixture of the two. Well, that kind of leads me to and modifies to the other question. How do you anticipate the move to going indoors or more specifically like making this change where you're – pardon me, where you're going to be just doing autos outdoors and then moving a lot of the operation indoors. Do you feel like that's going to impact your yields like season after season or is that? Oh yeah. yeah. Yields are going to, yields are going to go down, but I just, it's really silly for me to go out there and put all this time and grow like, you know, like two pound plants and then only get a quarter pound of plant because I have to cut out so much due to bugs or whatever. That's stupid. Right. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. That sucks. Well, so I I think (laughs) I'm just going to stay indoors and keep small outdoors. And so, yeah, so yeah, I might've missed it, but also it's hard. I don't know what to tell you. And I haven't seen these particular mites before. Like the mites Mm. that I usually see were bigger than these. These were really small. Is it, could it possibly be like a different like type of bug that you, you know, haven't considered or, you know what I mean? Like something. It totally could, but it's acting like mites. So I'm going to treat it like mites. It's it's not as, um, so I've had like mites before that were like, like greenish almost, or like they had spots or whatever, Mm -hmm. but these mites are really dark colored. Okay. But. I. They look like what? Grubs. Grubs. Oh, I guess it's. I don't know. My wife can see them better than I can. She said they right. look, almost look like little grubs. That sucks. But they're they're really small. You can't see them without a jeweler's loop. I couldn't like that's. I was heartbroken to hear that. Like I was worried about it. Like it was on the level if somebody would have texted me and been like, "Hey, my dog ate poison or whatever." Like it was like I was bummed for you, dude. That sucks. oh it, it, no, stuff Ooh. like this happens, man. It's total. It's nor. It's part of growing outdoors. It's not. It shouldn't probably be as often as it has for me, but shit like this happens, and I have right. been spraying. But there's a couple things that I could have done differently, but maybe they would have helped. Next time, the plants will be spaced further apart. Um, regardless, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to also, these plants have been out there since May. So there's been a long time for bugs to find them. Right. Uh, So, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go smaller outdoors and I'm going to move indoors. Um, do you think that you'll get like substantially higher quality cannabis from moving to indoors? Like, like a marked difference, you know, you always hear that it won't be in my experience. It won't be as terpy. It won't be as like, it'll just be, it won't have quite the same terp profile. It'll be a little, just a little subdued. Interesting. Cause it brings those terps out as defenses, I guess. Well, not not just that. The sun and the UV radiation and just the intensity of the sun okay. allows the plants to express itself a little more. I don't want to say genuinely, but just a little bit more complexually. Right. You are losing trichomes outside. Shit's running into the plants, knocking it over. The wind's blowing, whatever. Right. But I think the taste more than makes up for it. Where Where I think indoor excels is it's just fucking pretty. 
it's just pretty indoor is pretty because nothing knocks into it like Mm. it's not getting blown around in the wind the fans are pretty gentle so it doesn't really lose trichomes so it's really fucking sticky compared to outdoor a lot of times and outdoor is really sticky don't get me wrong and good outdoor a lot of times you can't tell the difference right that was i would say that yeah now now my outdoor that i'm growing that this shit that's covered in mites it's not gonna it's not gonna be the shit that you can't tell the difference it's gonna be <laughs> i it can edible weed? Another, joint weed joint weed now, fair. now some of it is early enough in flower where if i if the sprays that i in, that i do next work i might still have a pretty decent harvest and some of the bud will be top shelf that's pretty cool but that's only on the youngest plant, I think. I think all the other plants are going to have issues. That sucks, dear. I, I hate to you just sound like a broken record. It bums me out. But honestly, like the, I, I, it's it, it's 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 all right because it. Like I said, I told you that this year was a decision point, and this is kind of helping Man. me make the decision. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Well, and honestly, for my disabilities that I have, it's more medically appropriate for me to grow smaller plants and not be climbing up and down a fucking ladder and shit. Right, no, that's fair too. So, like, it, this is just me, you know, doing it big. And there you go, I'm done. I saw. I mean, man. I'm gonna finish out the season. I'm not gonna like clip them, but I might have to. It might. They might. They might get fucked. Like, I might fight the mice and lose. That has happened to growers before. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Whenever we had, I think I forget if we had mites or aphids or fuck. Those might be the same thing. But we had a, and I've told this story on the podcast before, but uh. We bought 1,500 ladybugs from Amazon and set Sounds them like loose. Aphids. Probably, okay, that's, I I forget. It's been more than two months, so it slipped, the specifics slipped my mind. But, like, they, it was cool. Like, and I felt bad because the, the ladybugs, like, some of them eventually starved because they ran out of aphids to eat. But, like, I would, I would eat, like, a cap of a mushroom, and I would just go out there and watch these ladybugs fucking, they would destroy these aphids. They would fucking oh, yeah, steer dude. them They're and vicious. eat them. And then they would fucking, they would, like, it would, I guess they were fucking, I don't know how ladybugs reproduce, but many of them looked like they were fucking, like, they were on top of each other bumping and shit. Like, I would sit out there and smoke weed and just eat a mushroom and do that shit forever. It was, like, better than TV. Oh, yeah. I like to watch my chickens like that a lot. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily even high on mushrooms, like sometimes, but mostly just weed. I'll get, I'll sit on my front porch, man, especially like as uh, front yard I, in, chickens. Oh my! So I my front yard's fenced in too, bro. So like I'm oh, all, okay. I've got my own. I've got my high. I've got so that's another thing. My environment's kind of like a fucking jungle. I've got <laughs> like kind of an Asian garden up front. Mm-hmm. I've got a big tree on my front of the property, which saves me so much money on the power bill in the summer, keeping the property cool. Right. That it wouldn't be worth it to get rid of the tree to grow weed outside. Okay. It also keeps the chickens from like dying. Okay. No, because they'll fair. overheat because it'll get to 110 and they'll start like doing this concerning thing where their like mouths are open and they're like panting and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. So like the, it gives them shade and shit. So like, I'm not just doing cannabis. Like I'm producing eggs here. I grow peppers. I make hot sauce. So I'm also have to keep all that other stuff in mind that I'm doing as well as cannabis and like cannabis, like it'd be easier if I was just like, I just care about cannabis. So like fuck all the vegetation. I'm getting rid of it. And it's just going to be weed, but that's not what I'm doing. I don't want to live like that. I like my yard. I like my plants. I like my fruit and my grapes and all that shit. And the thing is, it sounds like you can still, you got the chance to make a compromise. So, yeah, you yeah. don't have to totally give anything up. You're just switching up what you're doing. Yeah. And I'll, <laughs> I will have to spend a little bit more, more money on genetics, just growing autoflowers because, right. you know, they're one and done. Right. But honestly, um, send me autoflower seeds for yeah. free. Um, if, if we, <laughs> if we get class. To, the class, yeah, send me bongs and autoflower seeds. I prefer indica. Look, he's holding his bong. I will take the background off if you send me a nice bong and put it right up there up front. I love glass. Yeah, I get on the Insta. Sorry, uh, I don't mean to interrupt your story. I don't. Yo, you're good. This is a a bong from Tank Glass, <laughs> and cool. it it uh it's 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 big. There you go. I can actually show my tsunami out this time. I have to put it in front of myself because of the filter. It looks like a butt plug up top, kinda, and yes. it's got this useless pineapple that I guess might be for cooling or something. And the design is such that a fly can come in here and fall through this little gap in the ice catcher, and then it's impossible to get out. So 
this bond goes away as soon as I'm done using it. There, now you can actually see it again. It only cost me like 80 bucks too. I love this. I like Tsunami pieces though. I say that a lot. Tsunami makes really good pieces. And I thought based on some information I was given that was inaccurate that they were a Chinese company. Now they're in Michigan, I believe, and they make all their shit in Michigan. <laughs> they have a, I'm just bullshit out. One thing, and we'll just go into total ad mode here, is the Tsunami bowls have a little magnifier, which for the first several bowls you smoke out of them before you clean it, you can actually look in there and see what's ashy and what's not. And it's nice. Wow, that is a I don't want to be like that's 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 some that's some next level like that's intense. You gotta look, yeah, at, your, look at your fucking ball. Let me see that shit. What the I'm fuck? I'm gonna put it in front of my body so you can see. Okay. Fuck. Dude, that's some extra shit, Evan. That is extra it. as fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now so, it only lasts um, for like four bowls because then it turns right, black. Then it gets dirty. Yeah. Um, man, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but, but how about some, some good news? Did someone get a package <clears throat> from 420 Santa Claus? Indeed I did. One Mr. <laughs> Uncle Dig sent me a package and I can actually go get it. I keep forgetting. I've got the good camera. Oh, hell yeah. Of a uh, little, little, uh, drams for pre-rolls full of labeled seeds. And I also got a typewritten instruction thing. It was all very nice. I hope I, I kept it in the box for like a week after it arrived because I was afraid of like doing some damage to the seeds while they were waiting. So I, I fucking and then I opened it and I saw, oh, no, these are all packaged right nicely. And yeah, so we're yeah. going to grow some. And I would like to ask you some questions. Yeah, ask me some questions about it. Bring the sheet along because yeah. they're not on my inventory anymore. I deleted them. So I'll actually need you to tell me what they are so I can tell you about them. Okay, let me, uh, I'm going to pause the recording and go, I'm not even going to pause the recording. I'm just going to let it run. I'll be right back. All right. I'm going to vamp. So once, oh, I don't have a guitar. This is problematic. That one's out of tune. Well, I was going to perform music, but I don't appear to have any musical instruments that are ready for me to vamp for you, kind listener. So here we are, uh, musicless, talk, uh, hanging out. And talking about weed so the, he's talking about typewritten note i actually typed that on a royal uh travel typewriter um that i own i bought it from an old man out in roosh oregon from a craigslist ad for 175 dollars. he also had a 1934 royal glass top key typewriter that I also really wanted, but I didn't have the additional 200 for that one. So I chose the Royal quiet type because it was more practical, but always wish I could have. Yeah. So I like typewriters. That's another weird thing about me, but I only own one. It's a mechanical typewriter. Um, it's very heavy. Um, it comes in a little case. Oh, I guess I could show uh, you. Had to oh, get it out of my stash spot. No, it's oh, good. Yeah. I was listening to you. My wife let me borrow her Pixel Buds, which another ad. These things are the fucking shit. Uh, oh, so okay. I heard all that. I heard, and I heard you about the typewriter. I've got the typewritten sheet here. Oh, um, yeah. it, it's cool. It's very, oh, there's that next more. Oh, nice it's, logo. There you it's, go. It's backwards because I'm stupid, and it's going to be like this for the rest of the show. So take that for what it's worth. Um, we have Agent Orange, which I believe is the one you told me needs to be grown outdoors. Uh, we have super, no, super no, no, no. Agent Orange, grow it how you want to. Star Killer, no. Star Killer is so that's actually a feminized seed from Crop King Seeds. Okay, so Star Killer is a feminized seed from Crop King Seeds. The reason I don't grow it is because remember I'm done growing outdoors basically, and right. I kind of didn't have a good luck with that outside because the LED light from the street lights fucked with its flowering cycle. But right. one of them did well. One of them that did well was very, 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 very potent. I suggest that if you try growing outside in your backyard, you try growing that star killer. Okay, so I'll start that like next April, probably. Yeah, April. Perfect. <clears throat> and then I'm actually Agent Orange is one of my favorite fucking rap songs that would totally get somebody canceled today due to all the fucking terrible stuff in it. So I'll probably start with that. Um so that shit tastes like uh uh What's that? It, you know how orange cleaner smells? Yeah, like Fabuloso and shit. Yeah, that's how that shit tastes. It, like, not actually how the cleaner tastes, but how it smells is how it tastes. 
Like, you know how some weed tastes like pine saw smells? Right. Yeah. Some kind of shit. I've it's got fire. I don't like it. I don't give a shit about it, but I think you'll enjoy it. I like piney strains. I've got one. I That's a this. bag seed, though, so I don't know what the mm, fuck it mm. is. That's cool. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I would germinate all, however many. I'm, there might only be one in there. And some of those are going to fail. Like some fair. of those are not going to germinate. Right. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna plan on getting video of like, if not daily, then getting enough and putting a collection together. Like I'm going to have the listeners involved because like there is there is an appetite for growth content among the, the audience. I found people want to hear about weed getting grown in for different sure. ways. Um, yeah. And one thing I thought I would do, I don't know if you feel this would be disrespectful of your effort or whatever you think this is a silly idea one time we started growing a plant under a light that my friend spunky what up spunky gave me we just put the light in the closet and set it under that and it was kind of low effort in a cup for a little bit if we start like that is that going to hurt it will we take our tent and take time to get it set up i would i would set the tent up okay but yeah noted that's what i would do it'll also make it easier to like well, I mean, this is some behind-the-scenes magic. But uh, it'll make it easier to hide. Like, if you have a messy house like I do, if you have the tent, you can just film from inside the tent, and then no right. one can see your nasty shit. Oh, mine's... I'm not going to say where mine is, actually, but yeah, that's, a, that's not an issue. Oh, okay, cool. But, but yeah, I was just I, saying, I like, like, I grow in my studio, and sometimes, like, I don't sweep the floor or whatever, and it looks like, uh, like I have a dog and I don't, so I generally, like, do you know, don't like to film the floor. So I'm glad that the tent Touché. is enclosed. I don't know. Uh, I, this just based on this saying, it's one of your favorites. I also want to try this Juliet. I want to try them all, but I also want to do the seeds justice and get it right. And sometimes it takes me time to get started on something. Cause like when those, I get in on something, I dig in. So those, those Julieta, I grew this seed for a long time. Right. Called DLD. And it would harm a little bit at the end of every grow and give me like one or two or three seeds or it okay. would self. So out of every big plant, I would have selfing. one or two where like it gets like all the way to the end of like being flower. And then you'll find like one or two seeds in the whole plant. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it got um, it's like self pollinating. It's yeah, like I like weirdly generates a couple seeds sometimes, huh. just automatically. Well, you, it's weird. By the terminology, you would almost think that would be herming. Well, no, because it's still female. I don't right, but I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's this weird thing that happens. But yeah, it might be herming a little bit. But it was really fire, and I saved the seeds every time I found them. So like you, you may be risking that herming because it's but the weed was really strong and I had a shitload of seeds. Right. So I gave sent them to you. Right, good shit, if dude. anything else, if you don't want to grow something that may harm, practice germinating on those. Right. You see what I'm saying? So like right. practice the paper towel method with like those. And then like if, you, yes. like, if it doesn't work, you burn some seeds that might have been <laughs> shitty anyway. But right. that's kind of why I sent those. Those are play seeds. If they work out, they work I'm out listening. great. If they don't work out, they don't work. They don't work out. But if they do make it through a female flowering cycle, they will be strong. I guarantee you that, and they will smell amazing. Um, and that's why I sent it to you. If, if they do work out, they'll work out amazing. But I've done bag seed runs where I've germinated twenty seeds and only got two keepers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. And if it, you know, we're we're still novices. We've only got like two point five plants under it, so we're still learning. So we appreciate that. I mean, we are definitely going to, for the show and everything else, get on growing that shit. It's just a matter of getting started. And um, what about, what about, what what else did I send you? Oh, oh, you want to know? Yeah, dude, we can talk about another one that, that it was like, this was probably the biggest brand name. Like, oh shit, this is some dig shit. Some of that fucking CBD Dutch treat. I'm going to get in oh, on yeah. that. That, that is one actually I'm so interested in that I want to make sure that I've got a decent mastery of the fucking format before I move on to it. That's bag seed though. That's not the real thing. Oh, okay. So Let's that go. that's a bag seed that so that's all the seeds that I pulled out of the one CBD Dutch treat that had seeds in it. Right. So I've only ever found seeds in one of them. Those are the seeds. And I I sent you all of those seeds too. You have all of those seeds. Oh shit. Thanks, dude. Yeah. I don't know what they'll do, but I guarantee you whatever weed they produce is gonna taste good. I can't guarantee you test results. Mm-hmm. Because it's not might a be CBD a good mix strain. of weed. Yeah, 
the CBD strains aren't super stable. That's why you need to buy fresh genetics. You can't just, they, they're, they don't like breed true or whatever. So if they get fertilized by something else, it'll just be like skunk weed again. It won't, it won't have a lot of CBD in it sometimes. So like, but I was hoping to pass on the flavor okay. more than necessarily the CBD content because it's a funky, fresh, weird, fun plant that everyone deserves to smell. And yeah, I dude. think, and I don't know of anyone who really, I don't know. I've had some Dutch treat that other mm -hmm. people like, I don't, I don't know. I'm good. I like, I like that CBD Dutch treat better. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to trying it. They all, I, that the star killer, like, because you said it's kind of once it wants to go outside and just by name, I want like, there are a lot. And I've also got like, I've got a couple seeds that I picked up. My wife has been keeping them for me with another star Wars name. I want to try. So this, I think is hopefully going to be the conversation that actually kicks off something I should have been doing to begin with. Um, yeah. So it will be neat. Um, the other items on the list are, I'll just run down the list and just pipe yeah. in as you hear a name. We got agent orange, which I talked about. Your yeah. super silver haze is that the so same? So that's a bag seed, but that was a really tasty plant. Tasty. So okay. one of my neighbors, one of my like friends around here locally, mm -hmm. gave gave me like. I just like had a really high thought, and I'm going to interrupt you, and then I will oh, let you get ahead. back to your story. From relative to me, anybody in the state of Oregon is your neighbor. Sorry, please that's, continue. Okay, fair enough. So like I'm, I'm. Oh, they gave me this bag of weed and I was smoking it. Mm. And they usually this this lady usually gives me her um her shake for lack of a better term. She picks right. off the tops of nugs. She's kind of a a persnickety smoker, and I end up getting like some stems with some weed on it and whatever. And she like just gives it to me. Yeah. And then I roll it and smoke it in joints, so it's the same anyway. Right. And and well, in this bag, I found this one seed. And I'm like, this. This, like I'm not normally a sativa guy, but right. this this thing had all of the like of a sativa without okay. any of the oh my fucking god they're coming for me you know right. what I mean like no right. paranoia no jitteriness but like like um, yesterday was a sativa day for me you saw okay. how I was acting yes Sorry. but yeah that's what I'm saying like just like. Woo! It's like it was really nice and it tasted really good. And I think I wonder if they almost named it Super Silver Haze because it tasted kind of like have you ever had like sil what is it called? Silver needle point tea or whatever? No, I have not. I've never even heard of that. I don't think silver needle tea from China. Where is it from? I uh, we're not sure. Seattle. <laughs> no, no, well, so we get it from a from from Mad Hat Tea in Tacoma, Washington, which is a tea okay. importer. Anyway, it anyway, my my uh my partner's really, really into tea. So we get some really nice tea from time to time in the house. Craft but tea um, and craft weed. That's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 a very it's a very it's a very like uh what do you call it? Not esoteric, uh very synergistic. Not synergistic. Combo. What's, what's the, the, the caffeine? Epicurean. The it's a very Epicurean Ooh, experience yeah. in this house. That's what I was looking for. E-words. Epicurean. Yeah, There's your word. dollar the word right there, man. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't mean what people think it means, though. So a lot of things, a lot of things people think that Epicurean means hedonistic. <laughs> but it's more right. complicated than that. It's Please like, explain. It's so Epicureanism is more about experience and learning. It's not just about decadence. Okay. No, that kind of makes sense. Okay. I get that. You're definitely still, you know, maybe a fancy lad, but you're not as fancy a lad. I've got another one for the listeners on that vein now. This okay. one's not this one's not quite as a, a obscure as yours. Yours was good. But uh <laughs> listeners, if you ever hear somebody say they've got a theory and you want to be a prick, you can just go. Well, no, really, you got a hypothesis because almost any time when somebody fucking says uh, theory, they mean hypothesis. That's all. Yeah. Theory's been truth tested a few times, right? Right, 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 right. So like, that's why. And that also makes like, and I, we, we don't need to get into the political podcast again, but whenever, you know, you occasionally hear somebody go, evolution's just a theory. Yeah, that's cool. It's not the evolution hypothesis, motherfucker. Like, anyway. Sorry. Right. Yeah, totally. Like the the old theory of gravity, that old that old myth. 
Right. Right. Like right. even if we find out gravity isn't what we think it is, we it behaves the way we think it behaves. If that Relativity. if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's still a force that draws objects together. Even if we find out it's literally like tentacles of the elder gods, it still makes bigger shit attract to big shit more than little shit. Right. Etc. Right. Like, well, I mean, you <clears throat> you can simulate gravity, right? Just take a ball of Play-Doh and watch it shape itself as you spin it. Like, sure. Yeah. Sorry, um, am I going the wrong way with this? I'm. I'm. No, I don't know, dude. I'm pretty stoned. So, like, you said Play-Doh, and I'm like, mm, Play-Doh, squishy. I, I've hit too many bowls and like I had a Zen right before and it's all kicking in. I want to like, if I'm being obnoxious, stop me. I wasn't trying to be but funny. Th- this serious. is the amateur physics podcast. Right. Yeah, What's the next suite on the strain list? We're, we're, uh, yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, we got the CBD Dutch treat. We got the star killer outdoor. Okay. So that is um, a, a plant from crop King seeds. So that's uh, from a Canadian seed company that. Okay. Doesn't seem as popular as it once was. They got mm-hmm. some bad press. I don't order from them anymore, not because of their bad press, but because they're Canadian. And I found a seed bank here in Oregon that does something out of Eugene that's pretty close to where I live. So I try to give them my money. Okay. That's that's pretty much the long and short of it, honestly. I'm just well, trying to be a little more local. No, that's fair. So, sorry, I don't want to interrupt. Does that? Yeah, that's pretty much it. They said not to grow it inside. And everyone I know who's tried to grow it inside has had horrid luck with it. Okay. Well, that's duly noted, and I will. No, I germinated it inside. I germinated it inside. Right. But once it was time to veg and get bigger, I put it outside. Does that make Uh, sense? Yeah, I know that absolutely. I didn't germinate it outdoors. I germinated it indoors. But, like, as soon as it had, like, I don't know, like, little three-prong leaves on it, it was going out. It was getting hardened off. Like, it did did not spend much. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. I was making sure. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm so fucking baked, bro. Uh, Julietta, is there anything added on Julietta? So that's, um, oh, that's the DLD. Yeah. Yeah. DLD. And then the last one on our vaunted list is ACDC bag seed. It just says, oh, it's bag seed. ACDC. Yeah. It's a high CBD, low THC. So I don't know if that's how the bag seed is going to work out, but that's another CBD seeds. That one's going to probably put on smaller buds. So that'd be a good practice run, but I don't think that one's going to be a super high yielder. But right. the bud it does yield, if you play your cards right, it'll taste really good and have like good medicinal quality. I've been more interested in CBD and other other cannabinoids based on what you've told me. And I'm just calling back to this because it's been my exposure to weed in the last week. That fucking review I did. These guys included a list that also has a mix of all the cannabinoids. CBD yeah. is one of them on here. And I'm curious, like even with the ones that I grow out of these seeds and stuff, I'm curious to see like what of those mixes hits me because I'm starting to think that maybe like a high CBD plant with a different mix of things might actually be what I'm, you know, trying to get versus a terp mix. I think that that might be a more important to the high I'm tiling into. Like not that it has to be a high CBD in specific, but you see what I mean. Yeah. Well, and there are home um, THC test kits I've been seeing coming on the market the Ooh. last three years. Yeah. That so put that in your marketing brain. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, but man. um, yeah, there I've seen them. They they do things and they seem to work. Um, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Well, this I would definitely if we if we document the start to finish, getting the numbers on it at the end would be a must. Well, you could all always pay a lab, but you're not yeah. gonna like how how much weed a lab wants to grind up and put into water uh, <laughs> of your well. I, I don't know how it used to be. It used to be you had to submit like an eighth or an ounce or something. Oh, shit. I mean, I mean, if it's an eighth, it's no big deal. Even depending on the yield, an ounce might not be a big deal. That would probably be close to my red line, but you know, some asshole is gonna fucking get a hold of me representing a lab and get my fuck get a half ounce off me and just never call me back. He's gonna be like, "Yeah, bro, sixteen percent. Leave me alone. Fuck off." The fucking ah. the weed version of a dude that's like, "Let me try your bike," and then takes off. You just hand him the ounce. He puts it in a pipe, takes a hit, looks at you. And it's like, that's 24%, man. Yeah, bro. And then he takes yeah. another hit. And he's like, mm, that's 2.84% terps. Yeah. And then he hits it again. He's like, oh, that's about 2.9% CBD. Oh, no THCA, though, man. Sorry. Sorry, bro. And then he just walks off with your ounce in his pocket. That's, that's like the, the graph. Lap. That's. 
graphic designers and mechanics and everybody else. You're paying for the ability to do that. You're uh-huh. paying for the time he spent cultivating that skill with the ounce. Oh, man. And then at the end of it, he's like, dude, this is kind of weak. I'm going to need another half an ounce to, you know, <laughs> get what I need. Okay. Yeah, I think it. I think the little home tests only make you like destroy like a gram or some shit, which is better. I'll research those. Maybe I can hustle one for free when the time comes. Well, maybe, dude. One of the other like, I wouldn't call them low tier. I would call them like lower mid tier creators. Okay. I watch on YouTube. Um, got I'm sponsored by a company. Oh, dude, I would love to get sponsored. Uh, Not sponsored. Know. They sent them one. Oh, okay. They got a review copy. That's what's up. I'm into that. Yeah, which I would love because, I mean, honestly, like free stuff is the purest stuff you can get for a podcast because if someone gives you absolute shit and then it's not good and you didn't even tell them you received it, you could just be like, uh, what? Nah. And then it's, well, no, I mean, it's not good and I'm not going to put on the podcast and shit talk you. So I'm just not going to do it. And you don't have have to. And then all you do is have this free paperweight. And that's fine. Right. You didn't hurt anybody. No one got mad. But I tell people that like, if you send me a box of shit and something in there, shit, I'm just not going to say anything about it. And I will right. say like, and, and that hasn't happened. Wait, hold on. Has it happened? Excuse me. I don't think that's happened yet. I don't think I, I had anyone sent. I have you. Not with weed though. With uh, oh. music reviews. Sorry. Oh, but... okay. That's oh, all. Oh, fuck. I, I, I was in that boat. We're both oh. stoned. Sorry. I'm not trying to interrupt you. No. But no one sent me something that I couldn't like. I couldn't say good things about. I mean, and honestly, to be honest, some of the little like vaporizers from China I've gotten that I expected to be shit have actually been like, I felt like I felt like a real boy using my free shit and shit. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a fancy podcaster with my free thing because it's they're actually nice and they work like my uh, my wife's working on a review of one right now. It's really nice. I was able Ooh. to give her a nice thing because I podcasted. Is she doing that through the bag seat or is there something else? Yeah, yeah I guess that's what you just She's said. She's doing okay. through the bag seat. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start having different people talk on my podcast on the reg for you know a while, maybe. See how that goes. I was kidding, I was being an asshole. That's cool, dude. That's cool. I look forward to watching that shit. Gear reviews and stuff are you know, besides growing listeners, they're fun and yeah. That would be something we could definitely get more of. That weed review I did was fun, and I love being able to get, like, scientific with it and, like, look into things. And uh, those guys were pretty cool in particular because, like, they were very – they wanted to know what I thought. And they, you know, they said if it was bad, they just wanted to hear about it. Like, so, yeah, more experiences like that would be cool. Well, I mean, honestly, I mean, not to get too off topic, but the thing that happened with this box is – of a free stuff I got is uh, this PR guy that I met through the radio – show that i do with my buddy lucas in tacoma sent he said he was gonna send me like a little like dryer vaporizer and he ended up sending the company ended up sending me a a whole grip of stuff like a box with like five items in it or some shit that's cool yeah it was cool but i wasn't expecting it and then i reflexively said yeah let me review each thing before i really thought about it Mm. and i should have like played i don't know i shouldn't have done that but now i'm on the hook so Mm. I'm roped my poor partner into it, and she's having fun with it, though. She seems to really like the vaporizer, so. Like, not to make this the uh, podcast production podcast, but I struggled with the same thing with those six strains. That's part of the reason it took me two weeks to get content on it, because I couldn't figure out, like, I didn't want to do six reviews of similar strains and, like, make everybody watch shit, and I didn't want to make the dudes who provided it wait that long to hear my input. So I just went with the long boy in that case. Yeah. Words, words, words. There's something. Is this a good time to switch gears to the negative again? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I've got something that well, we're, we're rounding out the last little bit of the show here. I want to talk about from this review experience. And it goes back to uh, weed snobbery and elitism. Oh, yeah. Let's. So I want to talk about that video review I did. Of course, like I always do because I am a compulsive self-promoter i took the content when i got done and took the 17 minute review and like cut it into little bits and shared it into appropriate reddits and stuff and like typically my angle of showing it was like less look at this cool weed and more look at how like advanced this grow is because like that vertical room and shit yeah and the number there are a lot of people that are like oh cool grower just had questions and shit but every single place i posted there was at least one person that was like mids bro even though in the video i was like these dudes are trying to grow mids even though i did that fucking everybody was like oh these look like mids bro which they didn't they look pretty good and people were like oh 
there, 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 there's also inevitably some asshole that didn't understand how growing worked. It was like, well, what's up with those spots on the leaves of the plants that are fucking almost done flowering? Uh, so, so it, I guess my whole point, and if you follow me on Insta, you fucking know this anyway, let's think about why you're commenting on some weed online. Are you doing it to get information? Are you saying, Hey, I think your plant looks good. How do I do that? Or, Oh, it looks like you might be making a mistake. Hey, here's how I can help you. Is that, are you trying to get information? Are you trying to, what, what are you trying to do is what I'm getting at. Because if ultimately you're just commenting that your opinion is some weed looks bad and like, it's not even like this looks bad because X, I seriously, I got like 10 different comments from motherfuckers that were like fucking uh, either it was a, that shit looks like mids or B I kept hearing, Oh, well they've got a nice lab, but blah, blah, blah. They'll be out of business. A lot of it came from that macro glory Reddit because people are just fucking snakes in this industry and bought, they, they, they don't like seeing other people do shit. They just, it frustrates me, and it's to the point Dude, I'm rambling. that grow yeah. looked pretty good for an indoor grow. Right. Um, it looks like a lot of indoor grows look um, to me, and that's not a bad thing. That weed looks good, but more important than bag appeal. I'm, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I love outdoor weed, and I'm a, right. I'm a different kind of weed snob. I don't care how the weed looks. If it smells good, like, listen, mm. not all the best strains have the best bag appeal. Some of the best Girl Scout cookies I ever grew looked kind of popcorny and shitty in the bag or when I took it and I give it to people. But then you smoke it and you'd be on cloud nine tasting like goddamn thin mint cookies in your mouth going like, right. what the fuck is this shit? OK, so I don't care a fuck about bag peel. So I never but I see you smoking it without coughing. So fuck yeah. a weed snob. Fuck right. snob. And it's That's not even that. Like if I, yes, fuck them. And like, if I cut my nut and say it's mids, like so many people were wanting to tell me shit like, oh, blah, blah, blah. This sucks when I'm the dude here smoking it. And that's what kills me. Like, if you want to say, if you want to come to me and go, dude, uh, you, you know, you say this is good weed, even though I didn't. And uh, why are you saying this is good? I'll explain it. A couple people in the things, whenever I explain, I describe the grow as high tech, which my video didn't describe it very well. That's not on very good grows. It is a high tech grow. Like people ask why, and I would explain, well, they have a really cool water reclaiming system and they designed these electronics components and they have these fucking rolling carts that they can push and like to make the irrigation go all the way up. And it's like, it's insanity. And it's the fact that these two dudes designed that shit on their own. It was really one guy, uh, Josiah is the mechanical engineer. He's really the one who designed it based on the grow guys recommendations and shit but like it's high tech but and i'm not even talking about this i'm talking about going on insta and taking a picture of a bag that you bought or anything there's always going to be one person their only means and this is the point i was trying to ramble at earlier whenever you say that looks like shit or that's mids and that's all you're not really saying that what you're trying to communicate is i smoke better weed than that that is the communication that you're trying to get across. But because you're a petty person, you're not going to say it like that. You're going to push the other way. So not only does it look a certain way, I can promise you as the person sitting here chiefing on this shit. Here, watch again. Like you can't, I'm going to cough now. <coughs> now you're going to die. <coughs> no, I'm not going to die. I got two throat clears and I'll need it to. Oh, excuse me, a sip of Coke here in a minute. Like, that doesn't happen to me with anything. And like, whatever, I don't need to defend very good bros. That's not even the point. It's about that everywhere. Like, there goes Dig. Dig, you're going to die? Dead. Oh, shit, bro. Yeah. Like, this This doesn't need to be the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back episode. I get that people are dicks online. I'm talking very specifically about this one specific manner of communication. I'm not even talking about criticizing weed. <laughs> I would also note too, there's a real problem and I'll just straight say it. I try to be loyal to the state that's been so nice to me. Fuck holes from outside Oklahoma. If you mention that it grows from Oklahoma, somebody's gonna pipe in from another state and say some, con or say some variation of, Oklahoma's got a lot to learn. As the weed industry isn't people who fucking come gold rushing from out of state to begin with anyway. And it's that same shit. You're not really expressing concern or a point about Oklahoma's weed industry. What you're doing is finding a cowardly way to say, I've got better. And in most cases, you know, just saying I have access to better, I think, isn't great. So you mask it in criticism. And it's just something you do if you're a cunt, basically. <laughs> I think that might be the first time I've said this on the podcast. But you have to be a real cunt of a human being to not only feel like that anger towards somebody else's enjoyment of something, but have to come out swinging with it that way. It's just 
what I understand that weed gets mentally ill and sick people, but what kind of negativity do you have in your life that you feel the need to come back around and be like, yeah, that weed isn't as good as what I perceive I smoke. And I'm going to let them know about it. Like it's just a fuckhead move. Here's, here's an idea. This is uh, what I try to do Mm. in my life. And because, because I'm, if you're posting this way, I'm better than you. And I'm going to teach you how to be on my level. Um, Then give me advice. Sorry. Right, right, yeah. That's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm listening. If you want to criticize the quality <laughs> of the weed that someone is growing or consuming, offer them a method to grow a better plant or offer them a better bag and say, here, man, that weed is garbage. Smoke this instead. Bam, love bomb. And then you know what? You can say whatever and no one will care. But until you do that, shut the fuck up. And it's yes. And it just seems like weed is that one thing that gets people. And I think it's a self and I could get into the psychology of this. I think it's a self-perpetuating cycle because people see that kind of snobbery and they're afraid of having it inflicted on them because they make weed so central to their shit. Like so with with this thing in particular, uh, I, I noted over and over these guys are trying to grow mints. Those plants in that flower room, like I'm not a videographer. That was shit I took with my cell phone. If you saw that shit up close, you would see that these are big, fat fucking A-buds with gigantic goddamn trichomes popping all over them, like Dig said, because they're grown inside in a very complicated, like, complex system grown by cool guys. Like, some of that I wasn't allowed to take video of, and some of that I just failed to take video of. But, like, you can't. It just annoys me. I don't need to keep raging on it. It just, I don't like it. As somebody who tries to be very straightforward in communication, if I see, just like you said, Dig, if I see somebody making a mistake online, I'm not going to be snarky about it, especially in a public forum where they could be embarrassed. I might fucking, at worst, send them a private message and be like, hey, dude, you're doing X and Y. Like, oh, it just kills me. It kills me. It's not nice. Be nice. Be nice. Don't be an asshole. It's weed, guys. It's supposed to be, even if it's medicine, it's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be aggressive or violent. It's supposed to be fun. What competition? Yeah, and a lot of you, listen, I'll show you. Like I Look at my Instagram. I gutted my plants. They're all fucked up now. Listen, I'll show you that shit, too. There's very pretty plants on my Instagram. There's also oh, yeah. some very clearly fucked up ones. It doesn't always work out, <clears throat> even for people who are very passionate, passionate and knowledgeable. And um, I would keep that in mind when you're criticizing other people, because, you know, I didn't have problems with mites for five years. Mm. And then the last few years I have. And, you you know, can't control Mother sorry. Nature. Yeah, go ahead. No, I didn't mean to talk over you. I thought there was a pause. The Internet, sorry. I think I stopped. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's not even like, and I don't want to seem like I'm sensitive to criticism because it's not really about that. It's about that kind of communication. Like I can take shit, like talk about the production quality of the podcast, talk about my fucking teeth, make fun of whatever. I don't give a shit. It's just that specific aspect of weed culture just eats me alive. It kills me. Uh, it, it, uh, like <laughs> people get annoyed at people talking about how much they smoke. I don't give a shit. Tell me how much you smoke. That's cool. What you shouldn't do is like, I don't want to hear about how Colorado has it better because a, you're probably wrong. Uh, and B it, it, shut up. Just shut up. I hate it. Shut up. Well, yeah. Well, and, and like, listen, like talking about how much you smoke is, is whatever, but like, you should never criticize how much someone else has smoked, whether it's more or less than you. And you should always challenge people to bong rip contests because that's how you get higher than you've ever been high before. Right. It's not about victory unless it is for you. But for me, a bong contest is always an opportunity to either, one, aggressively outdo <laughs> someone at something or get so tragically high that I can't, like, I can almost like not even feel my like toes. <laughs> That's I would I, I need to get a larger bond because this when you start hitting that capacity where you have to draw more in and then it's just not it starts burning. <laughs> I, if I got a big old bong, I I could probably do even bigger rips of this shit. I'm ready. That uh that one's 16 inches tall. Shit. This one and uh it's a beaker straight. You're talking about yours, right? Yeah, mine. Okay. Same height as yours. 
I don't know. I think mine might be 16. It's not, it's more than a foot. It ain't two foot. I don't think. Yeah. This is a 16, 16 inch bong. And it, uh, it, that last hit I did, like when I, when I, when I did got it all in, my vision started to vibrate, you know, <laughs> like when you take a big, big ass rip. Yeah. So that's the one that almost got me. Like I almost didn't recover from them. We almost had to kill the podcast because I was going to die. That's you attuning to the fucking other dimensions frequency. Yeah, that's what that is. It's it's mm-hmm. not that my brain is starved from oxygen. You could make an argument that you actually do have that happen on salvia, but weed, yeah, it's probably something like that. I don't know, dude. I haven't smoked salvia in years. Fuck I don't think that. I'm healthy enough to trip out that hard right now. I gotta wait like till I'm like a year post hernia surgery till like a trip. Oh, off. fair. Yeah, dude. I don't want to like hurt myself like twitching out or dancing or whatever the fuck I'm going to do if I eat mushrooms or like smoke a bunch of salvia. Get that superhuman ability. Fucking run through a plate gas window and shit. I said it before and I'll say it again. Getting it, it would be so bad to have any kind of serious injury when you're tripping. I couldn't imagine the horror. Oh, I've had, I've had some pretty deep cuts like hiking and stuff, tripping balls on mushrooms, dude. Like, because I was doing some bouldering and my my partner always says it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that intense. I was just falling all over the place because I was stoned as fuck. But I felt like I was like scaling the side of Kilimanjaro or some shit. <laughs> tripping balls out of my mind, like just and there and, when, and the next day my arms hurt. Mm-hmm. My elbows were all scraped up. Random cuts from the rocks all <laughs> over my legs, bro. It was a nightmare. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound great. Well, I mean, I mean the, no, I mean the aftermath doesn't sound great. After, me... That's I don't. <laughs> so one of the reasons, like a lot of people talk about psychedelics and how great they are, and like <clears throat> I do enjoy them, but like one of the things I want to tell people is like I have to have a day after just to recover, even if I don't hurt oh. myself. Oh no, they like, I like drain me. Oh, they I had such a good day the next day. Sorry. No, they they blow they blast me out. <laughs> I almost wonder if it's like what people talk about, like when they crash from like Molly or E, like what I do for mushrooms. Because like when I do mushrooms, the next day I'm like just so fucking tired. You know, exhausted. A, you said that you don't have like you have PTSD, and you we don't have to get into this. I can cut this. Yeah. Do you do you have symptoms of like depression as well, or is it just like PTSD? It's mostly PTSD, but I might have some baseline neurotypicalness. Like I might have ADHD or something. Well, what I'm wondering is because it's interesting you say that because I will, I will crash and burn on like, not will, I don't do that shit anymore, but I would crash and burn on like ecstasy or Molly and shit the next day. That's normal though. That's what a normal brain does. On mushrooms for me. And it seems like a lot of people the next day is like an afterglow day where you feel great and you're fucking your body feels real loose and good and mentally you're like straight yeah but you're tired physically right like depleted i mean if maybe maybe if i'm out dribbling a basketball and shooting threes in my driveway for a little bit but it ain't due to mushrooms maybe because oh okay maybe because i stretched myself physically a little harder than i would have but i see and that might be what happens because i when i do mushrooms i go out and do stupid shit like i'll like put on like a trance and dance for five minutes to who knows how long (laughs) Right. hours and i'll fucking like scramble up the side of a mountain like and like scream at my wife about how even the mushrooms are smart enough to know that rocks aren't alive and fucking crazy shit like that like while like while like confused hippies and like families with small children are looking at me while i'm just pinned out of my mind oh, at the national park just like oh sounds like allegedly. you're close to having the other fucking horrifying trip experience of going to the police station. No, that never happens because I'm presentable. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, also there was, there weren't that many people there. Honestly, I, I feel know. like, and I didn't have any more mushrooms on me cause I had eaten them all. That's what I was going to ask. Okay. That's <laughs> so whenever you allegedly had them, you didn't have them anymore. No, I didn't. They were, well, I, I had them in my, in my belly and maybe allegedly okay. I puked some up. Well, on the side of the trail at some point, but who knows? Nothing illegal about that. It yeah, that's the puke. You you gonna test my puke, officer? Go ahead. Is that possession? I don't have right, it. No, I don't me. possess that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's trash. The sidewalk possesses that because I couldn't get it to the toilet in time. So now that we're talking about mushroom puke, maybe maybe it's time for me to go find another Dr. Pepper. <laughs>